it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome back again today. And today, I figured we'd talk about writing, and more so, something that I've thought about recently. Now, um, as most of us may know by now, I... Um, I like Pinterest, alright? You know, it may be, I think it's more of a little-known fact about me, but as most of us do know, is that a lot of times people repost screenshots or, you know, just generic posts or something from somewhere else. And, um, this happened on Pinterest. Now, I personally don't go around on places like Reddit or Tumblr or things like that because I consider Pinterest more of a safer place, and to be honest, I don't want to be bombarded by some weird stuff that I'm not prepared for, so I usually go on Pinterest for my Tumblr memes. Um, so, when I did this the other day, because it often recommends me writing tips and tricks and stuff, because if you didn't know, I'm a writer, um, <laughs> and, um, you know... I am definitely someone who's into those writing prompts and things like that. And some good advice that I saw that was, um, I guess, reposted there was from a Tumblr post. I forget who the name of the person is and everything like that, but the general consensus is it, it was basically about show, don't tell, and about how that advice isn't always the greatest. And um, today I'd like to discuss that very topic. Now, show, don't tell is a bit of advice that is useful for many circumstances, and I definitely think that's something that should be followed, especially when it comes to writing movie and TV scripts. Um, oftentimes, in fact, in most, if not all movies and shows, we aren't, we can't see inside the character's head. And with a lot of new shows like Halo and The Mandalorian, I say The Mandalorian's new, but you know, I don't keep up with the times. But with shows like Halo and The Mandalorian, this is especially true because these characters wear helmets practically all the time. And because of that, it's often hard to see their expressions and stuff. So you don't, you not only have to show how they're feeling or what they may be thinking about, but you also have to do this without using expressions as well, which means you're purely relying on body language and so that's something that can further complicate things. But with all of that aside, when do you show and when do you tell? Now, this is something that many writers have struggled with, and I have struggled with immensely. Like I said before, when it comes to creating movie and TV scripts, this is something that is kind of solved for you. You know, if it's a more down moment, you know, something more relaxed, for example, at the beginning of the movie where we're establishing our character and what their life is like, 
you know, we may get a whole lot more show, and we, we may get a whole lot more showing than telling, you know, we get to see what their average day is like, things like that, and you know, we don't, um, typically, if it's a more relaxed or casual character, we don't really have to guess what they're thinking about, you know? And this is also where it really depends on the type of character as well. Um, you know, because oftentimes, you know, certain characters are more mysterious, so they may tell you more about the past rather than directly show you. And, you know, this is, uh, this is also a conversation that relates to flashback or no flashback, which, um, you know, personally, I kind of like flashbacks, but I also think they're a bit overused as well, whereas just telling someone what's going on makes you feel more in the moment. Um, but either way, this is something that relates to how the character is, you know? Is the character more soft-spoken? Maybe they're more, maybe they're more compelled to show someone something rather than to tell them directly. Maybe they're a, just a general, more quiet character who doesn't like to speak very often or has trouble compiling their thoughts, so they just find it easier to take random deuteragonists' hand and just drag them to the location that they're thinking about. You know, something of that nature. Whereas, you know, maybe, maybe you have a more outspoken character, someone who loves to talk about their personal stories to new people. Well, then they may be incredibly ch chatty and, you know, would be doing a lot more telling than showing. They'll still have their showing moments. We may still have that flashback to, you know, relate to, to be able to relate to their experiences and know who they are. But generally speaking, if there's someone who likes to talk about themselves a lot and things like that, whether or not you can trust everything they say, they'll usually be doing more telling than showing. And so, yet again, this is one of those where the balance needs to be struck. Because uh, as a writer, it is your job to determine whether or not showing or telling would be good in a certain instance. And even if you've determined that your character would be talking more about their past stories than they would be, you know, um, showing old locations and things like that, you know, yet again, even if it fits into the character for it to be more told this way, you also have to keep in mind the audience as well. You don't want to bore them just by telling them this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. You know, that doesn't make for a very compelling story. Whereas showing them what's, what happened or showing them what's going on, yet again relating to flashback or no flashback, um, is something that could often, you know, help your audience understand a bit more. Oh, okay, so that's what happened, that's how it went down. And when it comes to showing, especially when it comes to flashbacks, the cool thing you can do is you can have a sort of point of view scenario. Now, I do know a lot of people ha hate the point of view thing, you know, um, especially in a lot of mystery episodes where one person says it happens like this and the other person said it happened like this. And I don't know why I'm changing accents all of a sudden, but you understand my point. You know, each, you know, each person in the mysteries are like, it definitely happened this way. No, it would happen like this. No, it happened like this. So, you know, I can see where that is incredibly annoying. And I'm not saying that that's what you should do. I'm saying that, um, 
This could help a character with realization. For example, you know, maybe they were brainwashed, or maybe they just blocked out the exact details of the memory in order to make it seem like it was better than it was. Or maybe, you know, that terrible thing that happened, you know, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> and then later on, we could have the same flashback, but instead from a different perspective of someone who got to see it more clearly, or someone who you know, didn't block it out. Or maybe even the same person as before, but they're now embracing the truth of it. You know? So that's something else that could definitely be cool to do when you're working on your showing rather than your telling. And, you know, the show-don't-tell advice is... It's not the worst advice I have ever heard, but at the same time don't necessarily follow it to the letter because um, as brought up in the very Tumblr post that was reposted to Pinterest that started this whole conversation, um, one of their big points was is, you know, uh, you could just tell your audience that your character's tired, you know, you know, she yawned, you know, she yawned really loud. Instead of having this paragraph about how deep her, the bags under her eyes were, and how slumped her back was, and how her arms were like spaghetti noodles uh, attached to her, and her legs were shaky and wobbly as she felt drained from not having had the greatest sleep the night before. You know, just saying she yawned really loudly gets the message across fairly easily and without us having to write a paragraph about this. So, you know, it's definitely one of those where you go in with your common sense, but also, you know, do realize, do keep in mind your audience is still there as well. And you don't want them to necessarily be snoozing a third of the way, or a quarter of the way, or even a fifth of the way into your book. You know, you don't want them just, you don't want your character's morning to last 45 pages, do you? I mean, if something goes, if something important goes on in the morning, I guess, I guess that would be appropriate to have 45 pages. But like I said before, usually the 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes of a movie or show, I don't know how many it equates to write into novel pages, but you know, the first 10 minutes is usually devoted to establishing our character, how they live their life, how they do stuff, their personality, cementing who they are right now at the beginning so that we can see how much they change, changed later, later on in the movie. And so because of this, you don't necessarily want your plot to start right away. Unless it's like important world building or something. Or maybe um, a prologue I think would be just fine. Things like that. But when it comes to, you know, introducing your main character and things like that, I definitely think you should focus on them for at least a little bit in order for us to understand who they are now so that we can see the difference when we go on later. But yeah, so show versus tell. I don't claim to be a master of it myself, okay? I still struggle with this very thing. But I figured I'd give some useful insight and just general things to think about if you're also struggling with this. Believe me, a lot of this stuff that I talked about, I probably struggled with at one time or another, whether or not I realized it. 
or just stuff that I generally discovered through a struggle of me doing dumb stuff until I realized there's an easier way, Dharma, there's an easier way. So, yeah, so don't, don't beat yourself down too much, alright? We've all got things to learn. I'm just here to give you tips and tricks and what not to do, <laughs> as the description would imply of my podcast. And, you know, just things to think about in order to make sure that you are on to your best foot when it comes to writing and art. So, anyways, if you'd like to support me in this podcast channel in all of my future endeavors, then go ahead and check out the link in the episode des- podcast episode description down below. I'm sorry to say that the free comic book templates are no longer available um, anywhere, so I'm very sorry. We're currently switching over platforms and things like that and just figuring out what platform to switch over to in the first place and all of that. So just um, hang in there, guys. Um, we'll definitely be putting something back up soon, but if you'd like to support my creative endeavors, whether it be comedy skits, uh, story times, um, speed paints, and video gaming, then go ahead and check out the only, po- uh, the only, um, link in the podcast episode description down below. There you can check out my YouTube channel, Horns and Halos, and if you're more of an audio person, then just go over to YouTube and type in Horns and Halos. I'm the one with the cartoony icon. And, um, yeah, go check out what I have going on, um, at least once every weekend. I try to put up two videos, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, but I can't guarantee that, you know, just because I never know how long exactly one of them will take to make. But I will try to at least get one. Unless I'm sick or something. Well, then, I'm sure you'll understand why I'm, you know, poof. (laughs) But anyways... So, I love you guys, stay rainbow-rific, and, um, on to the next one.